0: and today we're joined by a good friend of mine. Yeah. Mohanad El Sheki.
1: It is me. Did yes. I say it right? It's Yes. Yeah, Mohanad El Sheikhi. Sheki. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. I said that as a, well. every time I, like somebody repeats my name back to me, and, and they confirm that they said it right. They usually don't say it right. <laughs> so I, know, I just did I that know. thing with you. Well, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I have I have the, the way it's said, and then I have an approved version. Like the American like, way? I'm like, good enough, you know? But if you go below that, I'm still gonna be like, you have to at least get an 80%. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I feel like a B is like a good grade for an immigrant. <laughs> yeah, expectations. Exactly.
1: I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll take this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're
0: a comedian, you're a writer. You stay on top of politics, which is why I invited you on the pod.
1: Yeah, I'm also a hitman.
0: You're a hitman. Yes. <laughs> oh wow, you're so prolific.
1: It's it's New York City. You know, everyone has to hustle. You gotta, yeah, yeah.
0: You gotta get those. You know, listen, everybody's competing for apartments.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, uh, and that's what I do. It's not. I don't kill people. Yeah, that's what I'm not. But I find apartments for people.
0: You find apartments for people. Yeah, you're, so I'm
1: like apply for this now. like a, before someone else. You're like, like
0: an unofficial broker. What yeah, is it?
1: before like it's out on the market. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm the person who will like know when someone is leaving. Yeah, so you submit first. It's just a you know. That's a great that thing
0: to know. I listen. I've seen Selling Sunset. Okay, it, it, <laughs> I know it's how. It's
1: pretty works. much that.
0: That's great. I'm in your apartment right now, with your two cats. Oh, that one's falling asleep.
1: She's yeah. so cute.
0: I love the cat content on Instagram. We're both huge fans of animal content Yes. on Instagram.
1: 100%.
0: My problem is I follow too many rescues because I'm like, I'm a huge sucker for the transformation, like the dog cat makeover. Me too. You know what I mean? Me too. I fucking love it. But sometimes it's too intense and I'm sobbing at like eight in the morning in yes. my bed. And I'm like, why did I do this to myself?
1: I know. I know. I know. I know. I do this all the time where I find one cat and I get emotionally attached. Oh my God. And I will not stop watching every, like I will get like what religiously watch the Instagram just to get updates. Yeah. And I do not rest until they say there's like they got a foster or like a a home and then I'm like, okay, good.
0: Moving on to another cat.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I,
0: I have a problem where I don't like, you know how they have like famous pets. And they have like an account of like a famous like cat or dog and then that dog or cat is like old and then it passes away and they try to transition to a new dog or cat with the same handle and i'm like no No. that's that cat or dog's handle they built the following make the other pet i love the new pet i love that you have it but my memories are like when i see that handle i think of the old like, make it an in-memoriam page
1: and yeah. start
0: the fuck over, okay? Exactly.
1: Oh, you can't do that. Like, you can't do that. It's not like a frog or something that's not, I'm not going to realize. It will, I, yeah, it's not you the, can't
0: switch it out. With yeah, that.
1: like, I will know. Can you imagine if people did that with, I don't know, humans? Yeah. Like, this, like this your place. dead
0: friend is now, like, taken over by, like, their little brothers. <laughs>
1: exactly. Like, oh, I'm like, they have, like, 100K followers Another we gotta to has to take it. over. Yeah, yeah they have be, the same name.
0: I have said in jest before that I would let my friends take my followers if I died.
1: <laughs> there should be a way to transfer. Yeah. yeah, just give you people your followers.
0: Yeah, be like they have a similar sentiment, you know. Exactly.
1: Yes.
0: Enjoy this, con- or like, just at least like allow it to retweets to be to my page, you know. Yeah, Once you know. I pass, <laughs> give the handle exactly. to someone. On Facebook, they let you set up who gets your page after you die.
1: I know. I've never done that because it's so depressing. I think
0: I did and I forgot who I, I think I forgot who I gave it to. And I've had friends come and go, you know, yeah. so I can't give it to a friend of me now.
1: I know. Well the thing is also like I want my Facebook to like I want Facebook as a company to die. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't wanna encourage content being posted after post mortem.
0: Yeah, exactly. You don't wanna still stay in the zeitgeist making content it, well, yeah, after exactly. you're dead. <laughs>
1: After I'm dead, I would still want to encourage conspiracy theories. That you're still
0: alive. You want like a Tupac-esque conspiracy. I want people to
1: think I'm in Cuba or something. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) What country would you pick if you could be? If people would be like, "Oh, Mohammed's here uh, or there."
1: Honestly, I don't know. I feel like I always wanted to. I've never been to Brazil, but I always wanted to go to Brazil. So that's maybe it. And you I want th- you
0: want like the post Nazi <laughs> like South American.
1: <laughs> I thought that was like Argentina.
0: Mostly. Oh yeah, I don't know. I thought it was like South America. I didn't know exactly. Yeah, no, where. I think it's mostly, mostly Argentina. Argentina. Or,
1: yeah, people are just like they're just like blonde, blue eyed. I'm like yeah, I'm Argentinian. Let's not
0: ask any questions. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Stop
1: asking questions right now. <laughs> We're immigrants
0: in this country. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So, well, first of all, I started Patreon, so I want to thank all the Patreon <laughs> subscribers. We have a bonus episode that I put out last week of the debates. I'm going to put another bonus episode up on the Patreon. So if you want to join the Patreon and get some bonus content, patreon.com slash Show. And also another top of the pod piece of information, the student loan forgiveness website is up, studentaid.gov. And it apparently handled over 8 million applicants, and it hasn't glitched. Oh, So suck on that, Obama. Obamacare.
1: That's so funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Ballots should already be out for these upcoming elections. Very heated elections. But now we move on to the trivia game. Are you ready? Yeah.
1: Hell
0: yeah. (laughs) Okay. Amazing superhero whose movie we're both definitely going to go give money to in theaters. Ezra Miller (laughs) could face up to how many years in prison? Oh. In an upcoming trial.
1: I just, I just feel like no more than two.
0: They're facing 26 years. for 20? For felony burglary in the state of Vermont. Up to, yeah.
1: Oh, that's, okay. I wow.
0: mean, I feel like they'll get out of it because they're still like not dealing with the flash, like, yeah. situation. So I feel like they're going to rebound somehow. Cause Absolutely. They yeah. definitely should have been stopped months ago. I know, like, yeah. I feel like every state, weren't they like in Hawaii too? Like causing a mess. yeah, just
1: terrorizing the whole island. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, That's insane though. That's what they're
0: facing. Okay. What did Alex Mingus, who is a civilian and was awarded the St. Paul Police Chiefs Award for valor this week for saving a gunshot victim from bleeding out, say in his speech while receiving the award from police? What do you think this person said?
1: Oh God. I feel like it has to be like a, a very pro police thing.
0: This is actually great news.
1: Oh, okay. It is my great pleasure to present you with the Chiefs Award for Valor in recognition for your heroic efforts. Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Congratulations. I'd
2: like to give you an opportunity to say a few
0: words. So Alex is putting on the medal, and then he's going to take his sweatshirt off. And the sweatshirt says... or under the shirt I, feel says. Like I,
3: I did what anyone would have done with the little bit of training that they have, that I have. I'm a certified firearms instructor. I work in this high school in Minneapolis. I'm a dad and a husband and a wonderful community member. Um, that day, nine of your squad cars raced past us as I was flagging them down. It said in the letter you sent me, and that was a potential of 18 people, 18 people could have stopped to help preserve life, oh, wow. but 18 people chose to go to a potential threat, and I, and I recognized the man had a pistol, and we didn't know what he was doing. Um, I do appreciate the recognition, uh, but I won't keep this stuff. This will go to my mom, and this will probably go to my son. Because I'm very uncomfortable being here with you guys. <laughs> I, I love that honesty. Rock with the police. But I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to say these things. And I just want folks to know that they don't keep us safe.
1: Oh, my God. We
3: keep us safe. Um, Oof. Yeah. Riots work. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you. Appreciate you. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Thank you. You all be safe
1: out here. Great <laughs> work.
0: Great work. Yeah, the police is wow. like. Wow. So the sorry, his shirt said "Smash White Supremacy." Smash White
1: Supremacy.
0: Riots work. Fuck wow. yeah, dude. That made me happy.
1: Here's okay. Here's the thing. I should have I should have asked you if it was a white dude. Yeah, not, you should have. Yeah.
0: That's a key thing. Also, I feel like he's going to get a lot of traffic tickets from now.
1: Yeah, Yeah, for no reason whatsoever. Yeah,
0: but that was dope of him. I was really happy that he said that.
1: Wow. Good
0: on you, Alex Mingus, for saving a life and also addressing that systemic issue in front of the police who were giving you the award.
1: Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How did Pete Buttigieg respond to Margaret Brennan of Face the Nation regarding divisions within the Democratic Party, specifically about paid leave? and how they're handling it
1: oh god oh i just i don't know i feel like pete never says something that is just like exciting
0: it was not exciting yeah,
1: yeah it's always like very straightforward it's just real, like it's just like mix you know it's like fluff yeah it's just fluff
0: yeah i think he just wants to be that perfect person that exactly. perfect politician yeah So she was talking about divisions within the Democratic Party, and he said... And
1: so uh, in the same way that we were able to get that infrastructure bill through, where a number of Republicans crossed over to work with Democrats on the president's priority, I think any other priority, you have to at least give it a shot. And I would point out, after repeated declarations that the infrastructure bill was dead... The way that that succeeded, as well as the other policy wins we've had, are not just good news. They specifically validate the president's theory of change, which is that even in a divided Washington, you can get things done, and sometimes you can get them done with bipartisan support.
4: I want to get to infrastructure, but, but you know with paid leave, I was talking about the dispute between Democrats, between Senator Manchin and the rest of the party on that 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 was a democratic but but if even one
1: republican were prepared to support paid leave we'd be in a different territory so let's not let 50 republicans off the hook uh because we couldn't get alignment with one or two democrats okay so it will be taken
0: up yeah so he basically just blamed republicans he genuinely during that like the first part of that answer before she asked about mansion he was like very excited He would like genuine excitement in his eyes to be like, I love bills.
1: (laughs) It's just something about him. I honestly sometimes feel bad for him because he's trying his best to pretend that he is into transportation.
0: You don't think he's into it?
1: Oh, that he cares about bike lanes.
0: I feel like he would be into whatever homework he got. You know what I mean? Yeah. He seems like a homework guy. So, I guess,
1: yeah, but it's just funny to me like to go from like running for president to the president winning and mean like you can play with trains, <laughs> I guess.
0: Yeah, at least I feel like he's not going to like, what's his name? The Sleepy Ben guy, uh, Ben oh, Carson. Oh yeah, Ben Carson. He's not going to like Ben Carson, fuck it up, well, of you know course, what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, he's not going to fuck it up. He's like very like on the, like giving him infrastructure is I feel like the safest bet, you know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. yeah.
0: I feel like he's nerding out about it, but it's definitely not as exciting as president. It's not what he signed up for.
1: I mean, maybe it's exciting than being the mayor of a town that no one has ever heard of.
0: Yeah, didn't he... He barely got any votes to get mayor. Yeah, exactly. And then he went straight to presidency. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: You know what? Be grateful, Pete Buttigieg. I I, I
1: know.
0: Stop skipping steps with your incredible resume. (laughs) Okay, today we're recording on October 18th. I believe I'm going to put this out on the 19th. But what is today, October 18th, 2022, the 50th anniversary of?
1: Wow. Is 50 it... years
0: ago. It's a piece of legislation. Legislation.
1: Oh, fuck. I feel like I should know.
0: It's kind of a nerd thing. I feel like Pete Buttigieg should know. It's very know. specific. Okay, what is it? <laughs> it's the 50th anniversary of the Clean Water Act becoming law because of this crazy story about a river in Cleveland that went insane the Cuyahoga River in the 1960s the city was like a manufacturing uh, hub Mm -hmm. and the river was just like disgusting so they had to sign this into law in order to get clean water interesting yeah and now uh, we have multiple cities and states in the U.S. that don't have clean water
1: yeah so that's why I'm like what does this bill it's just like was it just signed for one river is that it
0: no I think it was it was a nationwide thing but it was like the river, like was on fire because of all okay. of the shit that it was like. It said flames spread across the river in some places, reaching five stories high. So I think it was actually it was like pretty bad.
1: I feel like yeah, I feel like when they say clean, you you need to ask for the definition of clean. Yeah, because they're like clean as in it doesn't have nuclear waste.
0: Or it's not addicted to drugs right exactly. now. Yeah. like those like, meth fish. It
1: doesn't immediately kill you. Yeah. And they're like, okay, technically that it does not exist around. It kills you eventually, yeah. but not. Immediately.
0: Yeah, this was the the ocean on fire s- situation yeah, of the okay. Cuyahoga River, I guess.
1: Yeah, but
0: yeah, yeah. Piece of legislation 50 years ago. Ooh, this one I feel like you'll know. Okay. Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde's nanny claimed Olivia Wilde made Harry Styles a what that Jason Sudeikis tried to prevent being delivered by laying in front of Olivia Wilde's car so she couldn't yeah. leave.
1: I fucking hate that! I know it's a salad dressing. Yeah, she My made him God. salad.
0: So the nanny like told the Daily Mail, I think, like yeah. all these things about them, including that like Jason Sudeikis was like really upset and like yeah. drunk and like trying to stop Olivia Wilde and also like terrorizing the nanny over text message and everything, trying to get information on Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles, and that in this one instance she made Harry Styles a salad with a special salad dressing. And he laid down in front of a car to stop her from leaving, which is insane.
1: That's, uh, you know, I would watch that episode on Ted Lasso. Oh,
0: my God.
1: Yeah, the salad dressing episode. Yeah. 100%.
0: Wasn't there a thing about him going down on stuff in the show or something? Remember, like, that was, like, him going down on the salad dressing? Honestly, though, on a more serious note, based on what the nanny said, if this is true, I feel like it's, like, very emotionally abusive, like, the description of 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 his behavior. And the way Olivia Wilde has been... I mean, stuff she said has been very strange, like, and stories about her directing... But in their relationship, I'm like, is the media and the public gonna pull a Amber Heard, where they're like vilifying yeah. her? You know?
1: Yeah, I feel like it's it's getting too much. It's just like, okay, cool. I mean, you, you don't like this woman's directing. Yeah, enough. yeah, it's this a is, little... yeah. We don't need to know every fucking small deed. Like, yeah. every, like everything she does becomes evil and like yeah. intentional. I'm just like, come stop. Just she made she made this movie and it, like there was like so much drama about it. Let's move on.
0: It was definitely, like, a weird, like, piecing together the puzzle. And I think people were just, like, curious because there were so many stars involved. And also because everybody was seemed to be, like, really excited about her as a director and, like, rooting for her and then like Jason Sudeikis like serving her papers like and then it switched I remember like remember Jennifer Lawrence was like the sweetheart and then everybody hated her like it was I feel like it was that but Olivia Wilde barely got the first part of it you know it turned really quickly oh
1: absolutely yeah but yeah I feel like we should just all be like you know famous people have a lot of money and they're all not well yeah and just move on
0: And, like, just tax them and make them stop wasting California water.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, let's all not pretend that they're, like, some good ones and bad ones. They're just, like, all not okay. They're not okay. Yeah, I'm just going to watch their work unless they commit a crime or do something heinous. I'm just going to keep on. Yeah. If she wants to make weird dressing salads and that's the only thing she does that is bad. Yeah. She's fine with me.
0: Yeah. Speaking of celebrities that are not okay... Martha Stewart recently posted a video of her wearing what?
1: Oh god. Fuck. What would what would she wear? That would be weird. I feel like Martha Stewart is weird in general.
0: She's very weird. Yeah,
1: yeah. But what? Okay, I have no idea.
0: She was wearing just an apron, like she was. She's like horny as hell.
4: I'm just enjoying the natural flavor of pumpkin spice from Green Mountain Coffee Roasters, and nothing else, literally. Just look at this, a thing of natural beauty. No, 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 not me. My Green Mountain Coffee Roasters pumpkin spice coffee. It's made with natural flavors. That means they stripped away the artificial and left nothing but goodness. What can I say? We have a lot in common.
1: <laughs> what is going on here? She's
0: horny as hell oh, on she Maine, is. So oh she's just God. wearing the apron and nothing underneath. And like, okay, one thing about Martha Stewart, I know she was like beautiful when she was young. I've seen like pictures of her yeah. young. I could not tell you how old she is. I no have no knows. fucking clue. No one knows. I have no I have idea. No idea. Her
1: voice also is very specific. Yeah. Yeah, she like has like I don't know like how to describe it, it's just like a
0: horny grandma?
1: Yeah. Yeah, like if, if you if I hear multiple voices, I'm like this is Martha's too. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: And what is going on with her and Snoop? What is that about? I have, have The no sexual idea. tension is like I off know. the charts. I know. But, it's weird.
1: I mean he's married with kids.
0: I know. I wonder I wonder who her partner I wonder if she has like a steadman. She has
1: yeah. For sure.
0: Yeah. No yeah. way she's, like, letting him no, out. No, she's
1: definitely not. Yeah, I mean, she definitely has someone we don't know about. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe maybe he does, you know, he's famous, and I have no idea, because why would I? Yeah. Because he, unless he's a famous person, like, we won't know. It's like
0: Dolly Parton's husband. Like
1: Exactly. Or... I would, like,
0: nobody even thought to ask, who she was and she was married the whole time and i was just that like so i don't know anything about
1: this. or the guy that ariana grande is with like oh yeah i know like, that, I no she's know married now she's married i'm like i don't know but i don't his know name. who he is or what he's about he has a private instagram account good for him and it's just like mm, technically no one cares too no one cares yeah
0: good for them you yeah, know absolutely okay this next one problematic what did david sedaris say about queer people
1: I don't know, but I'm so tired of Davis Sedaris. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay, we'll watch this, and then I want to hear your take on why you're tired about of him.
4: I never liked the term coming out. Still, I did it. That was back in the 1970s. Now I'm having to do it all over again. I'm 65 years old. I've been with the same guy for 31 years, and on this day, I am announcing to the world that I am straight. I haven't met anyone else. haven't fallen in love with a woman. I'm simply done fighting the term queer. What bothers me is not that it used to be a slur, I just don't see why I have to be rebranded for the fourth time in my life. I started as a homosexual, became gay, then LGBT, and now queer. And for what? Why the makeovers? And what will it be next? I read an interview with the woman who identifies as queer because she's tall. That's it. She's never had a relationship with another woman, doesn't care to, for all I know. So what does it mean that we're both suddenly queer? I'm not tall. Just the opposite. There are parking meters that stand higher than I do. I'm told that queer is about inclusion. It's an umbrella that lesbians and non-binary people and bisexuals and tall women can all stand under. But why not just say, I'm intersex, I'm trans, I'm a lesbian, etc. Why do we need an ever-changing umbrella? Is it just to make the parades easier? It no longer matters what you are in practice, just how you identify. I'm going with heterosexual. Because like the words Jewish or female, it rarely, if ever, changes. I need a resting place. And this is as good a one as any. So from here on out, I'm as straight as I come, but with a boyfriend.
0: Love to hear old white dude tell me to not have
1: a community. But here's the thing, though. That's his whole thing. That's why he annoys me. He's always like, young people, the other day, asked me. What kind of coffee do I want? Do I want it with oat milk? Oh my God, Do I want it with soy milk? What happened to just regular milk? Why do we have to rebrand? Did your gut change through the years? And it's like, bro, shut the fuck. Just just get- go
0: with the flow.
1: Okay, cool, man. Just get whole milk, I guess. And just ask for black coffee or something. I feel like
0: he's running out of material. Is that he it? He is. Yeah. He is
1: because all of his material has been complaining about stuff. And now yeah. he's just like inventing stuff to be upset about. Yeah. So he can complain. Also, if I was that rich.
0: You'd shut the fuck up.
1: I'll just, you will not catch me with an opinion.
0: (laughs) Listen, I I have heard you say this before, that you would like stopping on Twitter and all of that stuff. I feel like if I were rich, I would still be annoying. You know what I mean? Like, in that way, I understand, like, really, like, crazy rich celebrities like tweeting and stuff because I know my dumb ass would do it too. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then is like
1: when they're like I'm so tired of and I'm just like I don't know go to Greece I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I feel
0: like yeah. I feel like them being like really upset about oat milk I'm like uh, donate
1: then? I don't know what you Yeah like- exactly. Yeah. Like whenever I have money to go on vacations I'm just like wow I'm so fucking happy right now. Yeah. The last thing I want is to be on like social media or, like, think about anything yeah, yeah. or what people are thinking. It is
0: fully okay to just be happy.
1: Yeah. Like, you
0: don't have to complain about shit to make content. Like,
1: yeah. you, can be,
0: you can be goofy in other ways. I think, yeah, there's definitely, like, a group of people who th- they only think that you can be funny if you're complaining.
1: Yes. And also the other thing about is like, I feel like back in, like, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, before, like, social media really yeah. became, like, a thing... The fun thing about celebrities or whatever, like, they were, like, people we cannot relate to. Yeah.
0: They were, like, avatars for us. And that was fine. Yeah. You know,
1: like, it was fun to watch them. And I think why they're, like, a lot of people are so annoyed by them now and they're, like, hated and not the same because they try to be relatable. Yeah. And it's just, like, but it's, no, you're not.
0: I think it's funny when people, they know how rich they are. Like they know, like our friend from the Daily Show, Randall. Randall, he like makes jokes about how rich his parents are all the time. Yeah. In a very self-aware way, and he's so like witty about it and funny. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, just do that. Just acknowledge yeah, exactly. what the fuck is happening.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I am so tired of like, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm sure you've had that too. Like you're like, you know, someone you work with, comedy wise, yeah. and they're like doing the whole like poor thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you found that they're like super rich, and I'm just like. Yeah. You could have been super rich from the beginning, and that was fine. And it would have been fine if you are just honest but about it. But I, now I, I don't like this. You make yeah. me feel so uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. I joke about, like, being broke, but I'm, like, broke with a full safety net. Like, if yeah, anything yeah. happened to me, I would be fine because my parents are there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. So it's, like, yeah, there are different levels to it where, like, people are, like, trying to make it on their own, or their parents pay their rent, or, like, whatever, and it's, like, just yeah. own it.
1: Exactly, it's yeah. fine, yeah.
0: That was the last part of the trivia game. And now we're gonna get into the headlines. Have you kept up with what's happening with the city council in LA?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh no. my God.
1: I don't, oh, oh, hold on. I read that one thing where that lady just said like that.
0: She was, yeah, racist so, thing. so yeah. So representative from CD6, Nuri Martinez, we talked about the audio tapes last week on the pod. She said all these racist things in the larger context of redistricting. So they were, like, being racist policy-wise and then saying racist shit about black people and specifically a two- two or three-year-old black child. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? the whole conversation was disgusting. And by the way, this update, last week we talked to my friend, Eric Abris and today I was like, I've been in this boot camp, but I haven't been paying attention. Can you give me an update? So he compiled this for me, uh, <laughs> so that funny. I, because I was like, trying to remember all the stuff that happened. So basically representative from CD6, Nuri Martinez, first stepped down as city council president, and then after mounting pressure from a broad coalition, consisting of her angered constituents and activist organizers, groups like BLM, LACAN, LA Tenants Unit, and the association day i'm gonna butcher this inquilinos de hillside villa she resigned fully from the council so she resigned the person who was like making the most jokes right but that meeting consisted of other people as well the la federation of labor president ron herrera who was also heard on the tapes has fully stepped down but kevin de leon and gil Cedillo, who were in those meetings like laughing and talking and plotting have ignored all calls for their resignation. And the acting council president, Mitch O'Farrell, was forced to remove them from the very first in-person city hall meeting last Tuesday, Mm. where everybody was like, all the protesters were demanding their expulsion and they, instead of like allowing the meeting to proceed, like literally everybody was going up being like fucking resign and it was hours of it and they weren't resigning. And they're still, they still haven't resigned. J-Town Action, People City Council, and We The Unhoused, all of these different organizations are staging prolonged quote sweeps in front of Kevin DeLeon's home and showing up to his residence with their own version of sanitation crews because sanitation crews and police sweep unhoused people in L.A. all the time. So they have like loud sirens and signs and they're demanding he vacate his premises and they're reappropriating his 4118 homeless encampment sweep boosterism. You know, there's this anti- unhoused legislation in LA, the 4118. And they're like basically like turning it around on him and using it as like they're reowning it. Mm -hmm. And then this morning, October 18th so all the city council meetings are on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. if anybody wants to join or you know show up so this morning at the city council meeting activists and protesters were met with brute force by the LAPD at C Hall as they try to shut down another city council meeting mm-hmm. and then it was made virtual by Mitchell Farrell who is like alone in the empty chambers it allowed their demands of no resignations no meetings to sustain and now actually just Today, it was announced that Paul Krikorian is the new city council president. But a new spotlight has been shined on Heather Hutt, who is interim city council member for District 10. So this this part is really confusing. But Heather Hutt was hand selected by Nuri Martinez, the woman who said all these racial slurs and horrific things to temporarily act as representative of a district that former city council member Mark Ridley Thomas was forced to step down from last year because he was embroiled in a pay-for-play scheme with USC. Oh
1: Jesus!
0: So like they handpicked his replacement mm-hmm. and it runs deeper than those tapes because former council member Herb Wesson, who was initially picked to serve as interim CD10 rep but was blocked by a judge from doing so, moved Hutt to chief of staff so she could be in place for Nuri to select. So it's all of these like strategic moves to like put people in positions of power. Yeah. So Herb Wesson's son, Justin, is married to Nuri's chief of staff and is also a high ranking member in the LA Federation of Labor. So it's just like this crazy incestuous power grab, consolidation of power situation. like so much of our city council is like there's a dude serving time like they're (laughs) like and it also shows you like the lengths these people are going to to stay in power as city council members it's insane but it also means that local politics matter like that's why they're putting all of this shit it's kind of like how if your vote didn't matter republicans wouldn't try to take it away from you that sort of thing yeah that's you know city council seats are like they have a lot of power you know yeah. in terms of like real estate development and like just everything oh, yeah. involving the yeah. city so it's yeah i don't know do you have any like i'm updating you on all of this stuff yeah, yeah. you're like what <laughs> but i've only
1: known is- about the racism stuff i didn't know about this whole thing that was going on yeah yeah Because I feel like people don't think that, like, uh, city politics has a lot of drama, but it does. Yeah, well, a lot of
0: corruption. It does
1: have a lot of corruption, yeah. But now, like, I feel like now as I learn more about politics and stuff. I'm, I'm realizing more that, like, it literally matters more. Like, city politics or, like, state politics matter more than the... Oh, totally. The country. Yeah. Yeah. Fully.
0: So for LA, we had Eunice Hernandez, who's a progressive, who won outright. But all of our other progressive candidates, they're going to the runoffs in November. Yeah. And so we got so excited because they did. They performed so well. And we were all like really like inspired and hopeful. And then all of this shit came out and we were like okay so we already knew we hated the legislation by these like neo-lib politicians yeah. Yeah, yeah. but now we're just like holy fuck like every piece of work that they've touched in the time that they've been on there is tainted Yeah, and so so now it's kind of like we're still hopeful because we still have at least it came out and we have these progressives who are running but it's, yeah. it's like fuck there's like way more work than we thought to like oh, undo absolutely. all of this like gerrymandered bullshit. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious. Like, I wish I had done. Maybe I'll next time I come to New York, I'll try to do a deep dive on the New York City Council yeah. stuff because I feel like that's even that. I feel like the history is longer, so there's like maybe like a even more like corruption because oh, it of has like to be.
1: yeah.
0: Cuomo level <laughs> stuff. I know.
1: No, i just know that new york city has never had a good politician it's always the most insane people in charge of stuff
0: i saw a clip of eric adams just like be excited that there was weed smoke in the air (laughs) did you see him he was like somebody's smoking weed here he wants to be
1: cool so he wants to be so cool it's so embarrassing it's really embarrassing he just want to go like he just want to be invited to cool like parties like cool people and like be like in the know. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you're, you're a cop, though.
0: He wants people to believe he's a New Yorker. <laughs> like, know, so bad.
1: I know. I know. He almost literally sounds like he read about New York City on, like, on Wikipedia. Yeah. And he's just reciting the stuff. Like, it's just, like, a lot of basic stuff. Like, we are the uh, Big Apple, as <laughs> people call us. It's like, the Orange, I mean, Apple. The city that never, everyone said that, that never... Snoozing. I cannot remember. <laughs> yeah, he's so like, okay, I can't somebody else say, say it. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's lame. <laughs> he
1: is very lame. Yeah.
0: So that's the city council update. I have a small update that is a little bit scary about Iran. There was an Iranian athlete who competed without a head scarf. Mm-hmm. Elnaz Rekabi, who's 33 years old. She competed in the Asian sporting climbing championships in Seoul, South Korea on Sunday, October 16th footage showed her scaling the wall with her hair out of the hijab and she finished fourth in the competition and she told her family and friends she was with an Iranian official and then she lost contact and she's been missing since Sunday
1: Mm.
0: and it's just like another I they're like so brave those women are like so fucking brave yeah so it's just another in this long battle the protests are still happening. They're still fighting. I'm not getting as much information out of Iran as initially was being sent. Yeah, and it it does feel like it's quieter and people have stopped talking about it. But they're still, they're still going. Like, oh well,
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's just that people are not getting like, because I mean, like as as you know, as it goes, the government figured out like figures out more way to suppress like yeah. stuff going out, and then like you know there's the whole, the whole propaganda. Of, like I'm sure. I don't know. I'm sure, like, they'll start like start filming areas where like everything is cool yeah. and nothing is happening. I'm like, look, there's nothing. Yeah, everyone went home and it's fine. Yeah, and then you know, if you're there, like, all oh, people are, like literally still being killed in the streets. And it's yeah, just, like, you're not getting that coverage anymore.
0: In New York, at these shows, like, we're doing crowd work, and there are all these Ukrainian refugees in the crowd, mm-hmm. and I hadn't experienced that in LA, but th- a lot of them have come here. Yeah, you have personal first-hand experience with that. With
1: yeah.
0: a government that is you know
1: yeah
0: would you have any like insight to add
1: well i mean that's why i said the whole like uh, you know not being able to get coverage anymore yeah because i mean like, i'm i mean I, I i grew up in libya i grew up in benghazi and you know like when the when our revolution happened back in 2011 it was the same thing you yeah at first like you don't see anything on the news like you see it on the streets yeah like literally people being killed on the streets so much is happening but you watch the local, like, Libyan news Or, like, even, like, national, like, Libyan news And they're, like, everything is fine yeah. Nothing And then you also, like, have the other thing Where, like, I'm sure I'm not sure how it is in Iran But, like, like, foreign, like And I'm not just saying, like, Western, like, journalists Like, any journalist from outside of the country Is not coming in Yeah So you're not getting coverage Yeah You know, the only thing that you get Is you get through, like, social media Whatsapp whatever, but there are ways to suppress that, too, because, yeah. like, you know, for us, for, like, eight or ten months, there were like, no, like, literally, like, no phone coverage or, like, yeah, internet. Yeah, Wi-Fi. So you can't, you cannot really, you know, exactly, Wi-Fi nothing, so you can't, like, even connect to the internet to yeah. tell people what's happening. Yeah. So, there's so, and only, like, few people can do that, but, yeah. you know, they find out where that is and, like, they start suppressing it, and it, it becomes, you know, the, the job of, like, you know, people outside of, like, that country to get the truth but you know again it it depends on how much they care yeah you know
0: yeah they definitely were talking about misinformation propagating i remember listening to this iranian journalist who said that like don't say that there's like wi-fi or internet connection when there isn't you know because it just like leads to people not knowing what to do or like what avenues they have um yeah it reminds me of like Another headline about Elon not wanting to help subsidize Starlink, which he wasn't even really paying much of at all for Ukraine. Yeah, it's such a critical thing to, like, get the information. I can't imagine what they're going through right now. But that's why we have to keep posting about it. Yeah. Keep talking about it. Okay, here we go, Kanye. (laughs) Have you been paying attention to the Kanye stuff?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all, all, All against my will. Yeah. I, everything I, I, I never Googled Connie West or searched for Connie West. And it's all over. It's literally just being forced upon me.
0: And it's going to be forced upon you in the next yeah. few minutes. Here we
1: go. He's not okay. He's not no, okay. He's done. It's over.
0: He was on the Drunk Champs podcast. Incredible. Or Drink Champs? He went on anti Semitic rants and anti Black rants. The host of the podcast, like as it was happening, was like bragging about how many views he was getting.
1: Yeah,
0: He made comments about George Floyd and how George yeah. Floyd died. Yeah. And he reiterated right wing white supremacy conspiracy talking points. He talked about the documentary by Candace Owens. He said that George Floyd was killed by fentanyl and that if you looked at the video, the officer's knee wasn't even on his neck, which is a full conspiracy theory and totally false. He said that George Floyd screamed for his mama, but mama was actually the name of his girlfriend.
1: Oh, come on.
0: Yeah, so there, here's come on. fucking insane.
2: I-, I watched the George Floyd documentary that Candace Owens put up. One of the things that his two roommates said was, they want a tall guy like me. They want a tall guy like me. And the day when he died, he said a prayer for, you know, eight minutes. He said a prayer for eight minutes. They hit him with the fentanyl. If you look, the the guy's knee wasn't even on his neck like that. When he said, mama, mama is, is his girlfriend. They said he screamed for his mama. Mama was his girlfriend. It's in the documentary. But something that hit me that fucked me up when I was watching the documentary, and it said they want a tall guy like me. When I looked at that image of him, this tall black dude with the bald head, he reminded me of somebody else. Who you think he reminded me of? A virgin. He reminded me of Virgin. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna cry in front of y'all because that's right. how they get me, right? Right. But I know that we lost him. And I know that this white company, Louis Vuitton, is now making statues of him. Like as a martyr. And we don't know why Exactly, we say it's cancer. But I yeah. mean, I mean, I'm, I I want to be careful with this subject because. Wait a second, but tell me, mm-hmm. could you even really run this interview? Because Mab didn't run my interview. Right. You know what I'm saying? They blocked me out. The Jewish media blocked me out. This shit lit, right? I'm lit, right? I'm lit. Mm-hmm. I'm lit. You know what I'm saying? J.P. Morgan. I put 140 million dollars. Right. And the JP Morgan and they treated me like shit. So if JP Morgan Chase is treating me like that, how are they treating the rest no, of y'all? That's outrageous, yeah. And it's, it's murder arrest with Chase accounts. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I am outraged mm. by the time people always they want to calm it down. Cause no matter what, you didn't yeah. break no law. I didn't break a law. No matter didn't the, what the, a the law. bank shouldn't be a judge or jury on right. anything that's But going this on is right. it's, it's like a social contract. Candace always has a word for him Forgetting forgetting it. But it's basically like they told Candace Owens she couldn't hang out with me. You
0: know? I'm- okay, so all of that was, like, wrong. Even the bank stuff. Yeah. He was, like, demanding money. There, were, Like, the way he treated the people at the bank was, like, insane. And it, I think he pulled out his own money. I'm not sure. But, like, what he was saying about the bank stuff was wrong. Throughout this, okay, so many fucking things wrong. Anti-Semitism, George Floyd. He even brought up one point China, like... The Chinese.
1: It's it's like it's like someone talking using like predictive text, like he just like Like right
0: wing, one... but on parlor. Exactly. Like
1: <laughs> Right wing predictive exactly. text. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just like, what are you even saying? Like, so, I did not understand. Like, they want a black man who's talking. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then
0: he brings up Virgil Abloh, who was apparently a friend from his childhood, but then yeah. he got called out by one of their. So Virgil Abloh was a fashion designer who mm-hmm. worked with Louis Vuitton, passed away of cancer recently, and Kanye his comments about Virgil have been slammed recently by mutual friends because apparently he was like going hard on him in a group text as he knew that he had cancer and like all of this stuff. Like basically it seems like he's using him as like to be close to someone who passed away, you know, as like a victimization of himself sort of a thing. Okay. All of this is like, a lot the candace owens he keeps referring it to as a document referring to it as a documentary it's not a documentary there aren't facts in there (laughs) like it's just propaganda it's right-wing conspiracy theories anti-semitism is like obvious
1: yeah it's it's insane it's also like this is the other thing that i find very frustrating like they keep like having him on these like podcasts or whatever like no one challenges anything he says they're letting him speak in one clip i saw that he talks about like how he's the like richest black man or, like in history or whatever, something like that. And they just like start clapping for him.
0: Dude, they were on his dick so hard throughout the entire podcast. Yeah. They were just tweeting about the views they were getting. So all of that shit about George Floyd was wrong. People were speculating that, oh, maybe the family will sue, like Alex Jones was sued for a billion dollars for all of the Sandy Hook bullshit. Yeah. And George Floyd's family, the mother of George Floyd's child did file today, October 18th, a $250 million lawsuit against Kanye. Good. I think that this response by victims' families, hopefully that will rectify, like, how people are talking and, and creating conspiracy theories no, out of good. other people's yeah. tragedy. Like, yeah,
1: because that's how you get to stop it. Like, people, like, you hit them with it so which is money. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, exactly, because you can't just, like, start, like, like Like, you have influence. Yeah. Yeah, you have all of these, like, you know dumb people who just like love you so much and just believe everything he has you, you more save.
0: followers than there are Jewish people I think like in the US yeah. like something I forget yeah. what the number was but yeah, yeah he has more followers
1: than there are Jewish people Yeah. yeah
0: so that hopefully will get at least alleviated for the family of George Floyd. Like at least maybe it'll shut him the fuck up. He also blamed Louis Vuitton for Virgil's death. And Virgil, he did die of cancer, and he was like, "They said it was cancer." He's like turning everything into a conspiracy theory. He said it
1: was cancer. It was cancer. It was cancer. Yeah. Who the
0: fuck was it? Doctors? Are you a doctor? Did you? Was it like? I bet he wasn't even around. You know. No, I don't know. Yeah so, um, yeah. so the only time they pushed back during the interview, from what I saw was when they talked about the George Floyd stuff, they just let him go on the anti-Semitic stuff. At the beginning of that clip, the host was like, I want to be careful about talking about this. He had just said all this anti-Semitic shit, and that's what he wants to be careful about. So the host called into The Breakfast Club after posting all these tweets about his viewership going up, and he only apologized about the George Floyd stuff. Charlemagne the God was being a voice of reason.
1: I saw that. Did you yeah. see that clip? Yeah, yeah, I was like,
0: damn.
1: Yeah. They, you know it went bad when you lost Charlemagne.
0: And Trump? Trump said he's too wild, basically?
1: It doesn't make any sense anymore. Like, all of it does not make any sense. None of
0: it makes any sense. Yeah. Didn't Elon Musk tweet that picture of Kanye, Trump, and him and said it was, like, inevitable? It was, like, their faces photoshopped and their swords together. Right. It was insane. I don't know what the fuck is happening. It's so
1: funny to me how like Elon Musk is the lamest among them He's trying so hard
0: I don't know what he's trying for though i don't think I don't know his viewpoint at all anymore. You
1: know what what's funny to me is that people think comedy is easy, yeah, you know, but and anyone could do it and then I see Elon Musk. <laughs> The richest man in the world and i'm like all he wants is for people to think he's funny and he's trying so hard and, he can't. and he's still not funny and he can't and I'm he can't like, buy it and i'm and i'm like you know what that does not you know give me much but i'm just like i'm glad i have the one the thing the one elon thing musk that you're funnier have. than
0: elon musk yeah 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 you know good on him, him for not hiring writers because that's clearly him
1: oh it's all him. He, he wants to be funny he wants to be funny, and he believes he's funny
0: he does believe it. he thinks he's funny. That's true. Yeah. Another point in this whole Kanye West saga is that he is buying Parlor, which is the right wing yeah. social media company that is owned by Candace Owens, husband Amazing. like or uh, Candace Owens, husband is a CEO. So basically she's been like whispering in his ear and then pulling this grift on him. Queen of grifting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he can't
0: see it. He, he can't, can't see anything. He just no. wants to She's do the thing. Using him. She's using him. All of the people he's mad at are capitalists. Like, he was yeah. complaining about the struggle of black Americans and black people. And then he was just blaming Jewish people. And it's like, it's not Jewish people, it's capitalists.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
0: you're getting grifted by one as we speak. Like, and everybody knows.
1: It's so funny. Yeah. Fuck him! Like I don't really, I, I, like I need him to be like I don't know how you stop him from like you know. You can like stop his Instagram, Twitter account, but he will be on these podcasts.
0: He will be he'll be making news. He will be on yeah. TV.
1: Yeah. He can make a documentary and people will watch it. No, you know you can't really like stop him. Yeah. From because he's not a social media and, person.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, he he is when he has something to to sell.
1: Of course, yeah. Like, he
0: always hops on Twitter when he has some shit to sell.
1: Absolutely, yeah. But, you know, he, had, he has some other avenues. And he has yeah. the resources. He has a platform. He's, exactly. like, too fucking rich. Yeah.
0: It's a weird thing that's happening with, like, him and Chappelle. And, like, you're just like, oh, my God, this is what happens. This is how many brainworms you get after you're just surrounded by yes people for, like, it years is true.
1: and years yeah. and years. It is, it is truly, like, that's the worst thing that can happen to you. Having yeah. all these yes people around you. Just telling you, like how, like everything you do is right. All of these people are your enemies, you know. And I mean,
0: and that you're like brave for like what you're saying. I mean, that's
1: how you end up, like exactly. That's how you end up like with dictators too. Yeah, because they they believe they really think that they're loved. That's and why he, he literally
0: this entire podcast or that entire podcast he had a twenty twenty four hat on because he wants to run again, yeah. and it's because he wants that power.
1: And it's crazy, like, to think that everyone actually loves you. And, they, like, the people who don't like you are, like, this small, small minority. Yeah. And it's just like, no, a lot of people think you're insane. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like one person who was surprised by that was Andrew Yang. Because when he ran to be mayor. Yeah. Because if you look at the internet, if you look at Twitter, you're like, this man is winning. Really? Yeah, because, like, he has a lot of followers. Oh, yeah. And then Eric Adams had, what, like, what? Like, like literally, like, 20,000 followers was oh, not verified. Yeah. No one knows who he is. But then, in actuality, like in real life...
0: Not everybody's on Twitter.
1: Yeah, Andrew Yang was fourth place. Not yeah. even second, not even third, fourth place. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what? He's hitting comedy clubs, so he's got a future
1: Well, in that, is, that is true. He will get there eventually.
0: Wait, I saw, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but I saw the post that you had. There was, I forget what article it was or what institution came out with this article, but it was about TikTok stars becoming the new face of TV yeah. writers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was like a lot of takes on it within the community. There was one guy who was like, oh, like, I didn't know you could just do TikTok and stand-up to write a TV show. Which is like, those are two different things. Yeah, And he
1: was like, I spent my time just being good at writing TV. I guess my bad. Yeah. And I was like, first of all, TikToks and stand up are not the same thing.
0: They're not the same thing. And also, I hate that people assume that young people are on TikTok. Just happenstance. Those are strategic moves. Yeah. Like how do you know they don't have a fucking pilot in their back pocket like exactly. yeah. a, a lot of our friends are getting big on social media But have been doing stand-up and have been writing yeah. on their own just using that as an avenue
1: Exactly I'm like oh exactly also like yeah you have to understand like if if you have a pilot How do you think people are gonna ask you to see it? Yeah if you're not being on social media if you yeah. don't have like followers It's just funny to me but like you think this is fun? Yeah like if it was up to me, I just want to do stand up yeah. and be good at it. Obviously, would love to do like have a TV show eventually or something, yeah. but like We're not but, like, on
0: social media be- like this much because we want to be. Because, yeah, it's not fun. Like it's, I it's draining. It feels bad. Literally, like, it
1: makes me feel so bad and like even when i have like a tweet that does well or like i have like a reel or something that goes like viral and i get like many most of the comments make me feel bad yeah cuz people like either explaining jokes to me yeah or people just like saying like weird shit yeah and it's just like that's why i love stand up because i get to talk and they sh- and they, they, shut they the ideally fuck up. shut the ideally, fuck up but even if they don't you a- still have the power you have the mic you get them kicked out you get other people to boo them there's a lot of <laughs> A lot of things that can happen. A lot of power. But social media, i like, I have like, I don't know who in the middle of nowhere just like telling me either my jokes are bad or like commenting like how I look or like the commenting ones, how I talk.
0: The ones that make me the saddest are the ones that like didn't get the joke. That that just makes me sad. There was yeah. a tweet that I had recently that went viral and it was like about how wolves like are very respectful and stay within their territory yeah. and I quote tweeted it and I was like because of how civilized wolves are we should change the phrase to were you raised by the British. Yeah, and yeah. then brown people were like actually the British were known for not doing this. And I was like that's
1: yeah. that it just
0: makes me sad.
1: That yeah. It I makes know. me
0: I'm like this is sad.
1: I know. No, I had that a lot when people just explained the joke back to me or like, yeah, it's like, yes, that's what I'm saying. That is literally what I'm saying. What are you even talking about? Like,
0: what are you like with your friends at lunch? What kind of live interactions do you have? We've all missed a joke, but I mean, like to sit there and type it out and keep it up.
1: Yeah. Ugh, it just makes me and so then sad. And ex- even when you explain it to them, they will not take it back what they said. They will be like, be like they'll just bad. double down. Yeah. They'll just double down. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's very that's very sad. The thing with social media is like it would be fun if it was if you could just do what you wanted. Like I just like tweeting because I don't have to like care about how I look. I don't yeah. have to edit videos. Yeah. But like I do all of the rest of it because that's what you have to do to get a following so like i feel like even like i was saying earlier even if i was like rich and famous or whatever i would still throw a tweet out every once in a while but i want to do it on my terms you know know, what i mean i I don't want to have to do it
1: yeah yeah exactly and i feel like people don't understand like all of it is just like so i can do my fucking job so i can work so i can go do stand-up and have people show up
0: a lot of my friends you know before they had jobs that were very like taxing and very difficult and did not feed into their career. And now they get paid by some of these social media sites. Yeah. And it does feed into their career. So it's like more narrowing towards what they want to do rather than them having to work in like the food service industry or something like that. So that's why they do it because it also like literally puts food on their table. Absolutely. So that's like that's another reason why we do it. But anyways follow both of us (laughs) on
1: social media.
0: Unfollow all the meme accounts that don't give us credit. I think we could just jump to after these like sad stories that we've talked about. I think we could just jump to what I think is a sad story, but what you found funny about BTS having to serve in the South Korean military and they said they were going to regroup in 2025 because yeah. they have like the service oldest member that they have is to like do. 30 years old. yeah. The so oldest yeah. member is like 30 years old.
1: Yeah, so that's yeah, cuz you have to serve between like it's supposedly like until 28 between i don't know what age and 28 oh if you're like famous or like a pop star or something like representing south korea exactly you can wait until you're 30 years old and this guy is 30 years old now so he's going to be the first to serve a lot of them are like going on solo careers oh so they're going to be performing and then they're going to serve on their own schedules yeah and the service is like 18 months so a a year and a half yeah yeah but each of them are going to do it on their like own schedule once they're like done with their like tours and uh, wow. stuff like that. Yeah. What I thought about it, like, it's not funny. It's like how in South Korea they have to do that yeah. because of, you know, I mean, the law has existed for a long time because of like, North Korea yeah. tre- or whatever. So they have to do it mandatory. What I thought was funny is, like, in the U.S., it's not mandatory. Yeah. Because a lot of freaks are just like, yeah. Yeah, let's get into it. I want gun, to be in the fucking war. military. Yeah.
0: You know what? Thank God for the freaks. Because <laughs> <laughs> if we were... If we had to do it...
1: But it's also... That's the issue is the worst people who want to serve. It is the worst people. Yeah. 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 Or, obviously, you know, people who are, like, need money for college, which sucks, which obviously. Sucks, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's not... It's it's but either I'll, people who want it too much or people who are just like have okay, to do it. Yeah.
0: If you had to serve, like, what age would you want to? Because I was thinking, I'm like, he's turning thirty. There's no fucking way I could do push-ups at thirty. Like, I'm too tired.
1: I mean, I feel like you have to be young. You have to be at, like 22.
0: Yeah, but then something. what if like something bad happens? Like, it's this got to be like a balance of like I've lived enough life, but I'm also not gonna get like back aches. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, I know for a fact that I, I cannot serve in the military and because I didn't have to do it at home because yeah. I have flat feet.
0: Oh, I have flat feet. Exactly. I'm like so fucking... I have flat feet. I have a fainting disorder and low blood pressure. Yeah. And, like, back problems. It,
1: so you can't, yeah.
0: You know what? Thank God.
1: Yeah, they were like, yeah, you can't stand for long. And I'm like, yeah, literally I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, thank God. These,
0: these fucking K-pop dancers, though, they're, like, way, in way too good of shape.
1: Yeah. They're, like, know. prime
0: military targets. I know, I know. Targets.
1: I know. I mean, it's it's funny that their fans are also called the Army Army. BTS Army. Oh, my yeah. God. I didn't like, even think I'm about like, that. I am like, well, I mean, if anything happens in South Korea needs an army, I think these yeah. guys, you know, can protect you. Yeah. You have an international army.
0: Yeah, you have an international BTS army.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Do you think they'll release TikToks from the military? Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Because they said that they still, like, if they need it, they can still release music while serving. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I, I mean, honestly, I don't even know what mandatory service, like, means. Like, is it, like... Because, like, in the US, I know they send you, like, elsewhere. Like, they send you to bases because they're on a basis everywhere. Yeah. I assume South Korea doesn't have that. So, where do you serve? Do you serve in South Korea? Is it something that you go home? Is it, like, hours that you have to do and then go home? Or do you have It's to like stay commuter somewhere? school
0: for the military. Exactly. That's yeah. so funny. You, like, go to campus, you get your military done for the day, I mean, and then you go home. Yeah,
1: exactly. Because I'm like, is it, because if it's 18 months, I'm like, yeah. so it's like you're not serving your training in yeah. case you needed to be drafted or something. Yeah. But, so, does it have to be, like, are you, like, are you staying, spending the night somewhere? Uh,
0: yeah, I wonder, yeah, is it sleepover camp? I wonder if they're doing something where it's, like, they train and then they, like, do service-based thing, Like, not necessarily yeah. service, but, like, things building infrastructure or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're not, like act of war you know or like have military bases to go to so i wonder if that's it i wonder if you know they they have other skills that they learn while they're there i mean like the k-pop like dance camps and stuff that's like one form of military when you're like 12 or like 10 that they, they go through I know. but this is a separate kind so they're basically going through it twice it seems like
1: i know
0: it's wild but good for them you know Getting getting that out of the way. Hopefully everything will be good.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Ugh, maybe North Korea will stop whatever the fuck they're doing over yeah, there. Yeah,
1: they like, BTS now is involved. We'll stop.
0: Yeah, yeah. What if BTS, like, causes world peace? I
1: know. That would be so
0: funny. <laughs> they're like, this is the demilitarized zone is actually going to become demilitarized. I know, yeah. And BTS did it. Amazing. Well that's the episode basically look at that look at that did you have anything else you wanted to pre- you're going on tour yeah i can't keep track you're all over the place now
1: yeah yeah it's, it's been i'm going to san francisco uh, i'm going to be at the punchline on the 25th and then i'm going to seattle i'm going to be at the hereafter on the 26th and then i'm in portland and then in salem oregon one of my favorite cities
0: yeah witch trials huge fan you are the <laughs> you are, no, I'm no, I, saying, I know I yeah, know I
1: know. Uh, okay, yeah. Cuz a lot of people are like do you Salem, think, Oregon. Do you think the but it's like Salem, yeah. No,
0: cuz like the West Coast is too young to have, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: that is true. That is true. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you know about you I know, bet there were witch trials well. in Salem yeah.
0: Oregon. I bet they had some sort of
1: They I mean, they have witches in I've, portland yeah a lot of them. they definitely
0: have witches in portland
1: yeah yeah that, that, but they came after the trials
0: they were the daughters of the witches <laughs> they yeah. couldn't oh try in oregon exactly
1: <laughs> exactly yeah, exactly. yeah so. what is
0: your favorite place to perform
1: oh my favorite place to perform fuck i don't know Wait, what's your favorite place
0: I really do love being in New York, um, yeah. but I, I do love all, like, in terms of audience, you know, it just depends on the city and the show, like, whatever, like, San Francisco is really fun sometimes, but New York, I really love the energy of, like, running around the city and doing a bunch of shows, Yeah. so that, in that way, it, like, invigorates me, but in terms of, like, the actual show and the audience, like, it really just depends.
1: Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite clubs is, is the one in Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, really? Yeah. The, I've never been uh, there. Comedy Attic so good
0: what makes it good
1: it's just it's just like what you the perfect comedy club yeah you know like how like the the setup is good the bar exa- is not too loud exactly yeah, yeah. same thing with nice like, green room
0: yeah, yeah exactly
1: same thing with helium in portland oregon oh yeah that's a you nice know, perfect club. club yeah you yeah. know like i feel like yeah I, I don't know there's something about like you know these clubs were just like you know low ceilings like it's yeah just, like, set up like how it's good venue.
0: people care. aren't weird, like the book or the manager
1: exactly they care about the performers it's like it feels it feels like you're in a club that is not you, being used as like a money laundering. yeah scheme.
0: <laughs> it's like a front, yeah, you're like it's yeah, like more you, about the restaurant than the comedy,
1: <laughs> yep, yep, the green room isn't is, is, is like half storage with yeah, the there's p- no bathroom there's yeah. Nothing.
0: The one in L.A. that's most like that that I really love is the West Side Comedy Club in Santa Monica. Yeah, um, yeah I like that. Yeah. Chris is Chris Gorbos, who runs it. Just like a <laughs> normal dude. Just like a yeah. nice guy, professional. It's it's set up like a club. The only thing is it's on the West Side, so it's like far, you know? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. But I everything.
0: Yeah. I love it. It's great. I'm like, this is what a, all the comedy clubs should be. Just no yeah. fucking. You don't. the main thing about comedy clubs is like the person who runs it just needs to not be a fucking freak. Like. And there's so many where they are. It,
1: it truly is. It truly like it just feels like you know you know what comedy clubs are? Like, it's either the owner or like the person who runs it is like yeah. the best person ever. Yeah. Like a perfect person. Yeah. Or a fucking psychopath. A psychopath hates a women, creed.
0: hates minorities. Exactly. Like, and it's just like a, a very like doesn't we- pay people.
1: It, there's no in between.
0: Yeah, it's, like, someone who, like, tortures you, basically. And it sucks because, like, we don't have access to, like, we just need all the stage time we can get. Yeah. So we still have to do those clubs. But it's, like, why why make it this hard? I
1: know.
0: I know. What's, uh, what's your favorite place to perform in New York?
1: I love Union Hall. Everybody it, loves yeah. Union Hall.
0: I feel like that's a place where, like, alt scene and club comics come together yeah. about liking it, you it's know? It's very nice.
1: It's just like. You know, really with, like, 110 people. It's I feel like they're also, like, very good at, like, promotion and, like, marketing. Yeah. Because so, every show, like, I've done there, like, no matter what day, it has... All of the seats are full. That's great. You know, great. or it's just, like, the whole room. So, and I... I and that's my other thing. is Like, I like clubs who, like, care about, like, promoting the yeah, shows. Yeah, they don't like, put it on you. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that's what a lot of, like, cl- clubs are. Like, now, we're just, like, they put it on the performer, and they'll just book people who are, like, are going to sell. And yeah, like, regardless of, like, material. Yeah, like, your job is to fucking market. Like, do like, something. Like, if I come to your club on, like, a, a Wednesday and people don't know who I am. Yeah. They should trust you enough to just buy tickets and come to Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. For sure.
1: I shouldn't be the one bringing the people.
0: Yeah. I think that's, like, what's eroding a lot of, like, the quality of stand-up is yeah. that... I don't think people are mad should be mad at like TikTok stars. I think they should be looking into the industry and the bookers and yeah. like who you're rewarding if it's not like talent and you know, professionalism and hard work and I know. Yeah. But I'm excited to see are you working on like an hour? Are you gonna tape something soon through these I'm shows? No, I'm not
1: gonna I'm not thinking about taping anything unless I I mean hopefully get offered something, but like oh, I'm building into like I'm working on an hour. It's, That's great. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm excited. Maybe if I'm if we overlap I'll get to see it.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. And you have a weekly show in New York, right? Not or, a weekly, no, it's, monthly? It's,
1: yeah, it's it's for now it's a monthly. It's called the Illuminati Presents. <laughs> we have the next one at Union Hall Hell on yeah. November thirtieth.
0: Cool. Yeah. That's exciting. Thank you so much. And where else can we find you?
1: Twitter, Instagram, it's Mohanad Al Look at the episode description. You'll find it there. Do not try to spell it yourself and follow someone else.
0: Yes, and I will triple check the spelling. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's my, like, I get so nervous sometimes when I send emails because I'm like, I can't misspell my own name. I know. Like, when you respond, you're like, I can't be upset about this and misspell my own name. I know, I
1: know.
0: I am coming back to L.A. I'm going to be in Houston to visit family and I may do shows. I'm not sure. But I'm coming back to L.A. I have a bunch of shows coming up. So check out my stuff. Join the Patreon. going to do bonus episodes. Fill out your fucking ballots because we need to get the city council people that we want to not be corrupt in those positions so that they don't just get bribes for fucking development deals and they actually care about unhoused people. And yeah, meeting adjourned. That's what we say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. That's funny. This episode of the City Council podcast was written, created, and produced by Paula Viganolan. That's me. The music was written and produced by Ruby Ibarra. Be sure to follow us at City Council, spelled S-E-L, show on Instagram and Twitter for more weekly podcasts and live stand-up comedy shows. To support the show and for exclusive bonus content, please join the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash City Council show. Thanks for listening.